some attitudes that uh that came in the way of that trip. Um but overall, you know, everybody's still cool. It, it was all love. We had we had a great time. So we hit both Johannesburg and Cape Town. Um, went to the safari, went to uh just pretty much all around both of those both of those cities. Uh so it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. What about you? I'd have to say my favorite group trip was I might have to say it's it might be a tie, and I hate to cop out like that, but it might be a tie between uh, Brazil and uh, Dubai. So you were on the Brazil trip. Dubai was a like yeah, Brazil was fun. Brazil was crazy because even though because how many people we have there? Eight, nine. I think we had eight or nine, yeah, somewhere around there. But, you know, I'll, I'll put Brazil number one because I have the most memorable experiences from the Brazil trip. Like, we had a good time, whether it was just, you know, walking around the beach. And we were there, we were there for Carnival, too. So the city yeah, was yeah. even more lit than just a normal week in Rio, right? So we were having, having fun just walking around, going to – you know, random clubs, going out to eat, going to the beach, uh, doing all that uh, random stuff that we did. So I had a really good time in Brazil. And that was I feel like that was a perfect amount of people, even though we did have the super uh, trapped-out Airbnb. And <laughs> <laughs> our Airbnb was definitely, like, yeah. I feel like, you know, I'm not going to say that because that's problematic, but it was – I wouldn't say there again. I'll just say that. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's interesting that you chose Brazil as your favorite spot because I mean I wasn't on the Dubai trip with you, but I heard about you guys' Dubai trip and I heard that was a pretty lit and turn up time. Um, but it's interesting that all the things that you brought were like not the turn up, right? It was like the beach was beautiful, the people you were with were cool, uh, it was the sun was out, you know, the weather was nice. Um, I think a lot of people, when they think of, like, trips and, like, group trips, they're always worried about the turn-up as opposed to really being immersed in, like, the culture of the place. So it's interesting that you brought that up. That's a good point, though. But the, now the turn-up was, was real. The turn-up was fun. <laughs> like, the turn-up was fun. So, but, but it's two different types of trips, right? Because Dubai was 150, 60, however many people just converging. Ooh. On like this small Middle Eastern, because Dubai is not a big place. Like it's a really small, mm-hmm. it's a really small city. <laughs> like it's not that big. Yeah. So you got all these people converging on Dubai in like a two mile radius, just kicking it, right? Yeah. And the whole mission is to go out there and have a good ass time. Whereas in Brazil, it was more intimate, right? It was eight, nine of us or whatever. We all basically yeah. knew each other. And we were all moving as one, you know, making group decisions, doing this, doing that. So it was, it was, it was a different, you know, it was just a different, a different time, right? But it was still, yeah. I had to put Brazil up there, one, because the scenery there was just dope as hell. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I would, I would have to say that's why I chose Cape Town as well, just because, or South Africa as well, because Cape Town was absolutely beautiful. And um, just being in that environment and seeing the culture and interacting with the people there um, and being in a small, intimate group and being able to move as a unit was just 
um, was just so dope. So, uh, and yeah, again, I can't, I can't say it enough. If you haven't been to Cape Town, go to Cape Town. Um, you will have a good time. So, see, that's, that's my only kind of regret, not even a regret. So, also, one other thing about me, I had a family member who worked for Delta. So, when I was five, I was going on international trips. Not the humble brag, it's just the things that have happened, right? And yeah. I went to South Africa when I was 12, 13, something like that. Um, and now I'm old as shit, so I don't really remember everything about South Africa. You know, I went to Cape Town, did Johannesburg, um, went to Kruger National Park, did the safari there, went to Cape Town. Did the Robbins Island tour, you know, the whole, you know, shebang essentially, yep. but I did not, I do not remember much of it. And I, and I hate that. I kind of want to go back, but that's a long ass flight. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You gotta go back, bro. You gotta go back. Damn, you say, you say I gotta go back. You gotta go back. You gotta go back. And man, I, I'll be real, man. So I don't know if we want to, we want to venture into that. Right, right now, but um, Cape Town has some beautiful women. Cape Town. Hey, it is never look, look. As long as it's respectful, you know, it is never <laughs> an inappropriate time to venture there. <laughs> you're right, you're right, but man, it's never Cape Town has time. some beautiful women, man. Yeah. Right. Well, noted. Uh, looks like yeah. I'm gonna have you to got, you got to go back. My calendar. Uh, like mm-hmm. the calendar in. But I want to go back to something you said about South Africa. You said y'all were able to move as a as a unit with eighteen people. Like, how many do you think is too many on a group trip? Man, um, yeah, I'm a I'm gonna revert that statement a little bit. I mean, I think we were able to move <laughs> as a unit for the most part, um, but eighteen is just too big. Like, we had to break out into different groups, um, and so it ended up being probably like with my crew. I think maybe a group of like five or six of us. Um, I think the philosophy that we took is like, can you comfortably fit in like an Uber or in like a, <laughs> in like a big car and like a like a big van, right? Like that ends up being your crew, right? Because then you know, hey, if I'm going somewhere, you five, you roll with me, or you four, you roll with me. Um, and it's just easier that yeah, way. But I would I say know. for a whole trip. Um, maybe eight or nine is probably a good number. Eight or nine is a good number. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That'd be yeah. Right the uh, I say I say no more than ten. Two Ubers, yeah. you know, being able to get back and forth and move around. Now the Dubai trip, that's that's something on a completely different level, right? Because when you have a hundred and fifty, a hundred something people on a trip, obviously people are going to be breaking down and uh, moving in different groups, right? You're going to move with who you came with. You're going to meet people, kick with them. But the the great thing about that was, um, and I got to shout out one of my friends who put that together, Ashley. She really did a good job of, you know, putting together things that brought everybody together and had everybody having a good time. It was a welcome party at some hotel. There was a yacht party, which was stupid. We had three yachts out there. It was, it was so weird. Now, for some reason, I ended up on the the uh, most unlit yacht of them all, 
I mean, we was kicking it. Yeah. But when you look over and our yacht is, you know, just kind of whatever, and you look over and they shoot the tilt drill video on the other yacht, it's a little disheartening. <laughs> it's a little disheartening. It's like when you pull up in your Chrysler 300 and you pull up next to the Phantom, and you just like, damn. <laughs> I did some shit in the 300, so I pulled up next to the phantom. I had to go ahead and get off at the next exit, man. <laughs> but yeah. I'm sorry you had to go through that, man. That's, that's, I, I that's appreciate cool. you the time. I appreciate you yeah, the time. It was a good time. Cool. It was a good time. Yeah. I was going to say, that's interesting. That's good um, that you bring that up because then we can start talking about, like, roles. Like, I think um, the other thing to consider is everybody got to have a role um, on the trips. So, as you said, Ashley pretty much planned it all. So, usually you want to have somebody that's planning the trip. That's not me. I just want to show up, tell me who I got to pay, tell me what I got to do, and I'm going to just show up and have a good time. Um, That's not me. I just need to Venmo somebody. And get yeah. my ticket. That's it. But in the words of the great philosopher LeVar Ball, stay in your lane. <laughs> in if your lane. you are not a planner, like me and you just admitted to each other, we don't like to plan. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. If we plan something, it may or may not, you know, pop off. Do not volunteer for something that you know damn well <laughs> you are not good at. I don't want no parts. Nope. Like in Dubai, if all 150 people had showed up at the hotel and, you know, shit was shaky, you could have had you could have had a riot. It very well could have been a riot over there. All right? And it's just mutiny amongst the people. You don't need that. That's real. That's real. Planners are important, um, but I will say what I will do though. If you want some fire ass pictures, I'll take some fire ass pictures of you. I got you. I'll be the All right, so we got the photographer. Yeah, and there's, there's. I feel like there's got to be one because I think there's, you know, like our generation, we want to go to all these places and experience, um, and have all these experiences, but we also want to have these memories. So. There's got to be somebody on the trip that is willing to not necessarily be labeled as the photographer, but at least is willing to, you know, take the pictures and, and really document the trip. Cause that, that goes a long way, especially when you're, when you're back. I feel like I really love the way you just put that so poignantly. Like, you know, you want to be able to go to these places and want to reflect back. In my head, the only thing that kept, like, flashing over and over was stunt for the ground, stunt for the ground, stunt for the ground. I gotta get these lights yep. off. That's the only thing for me that <laughs> started coming up. But no, what you said is correct. You need that person. You are the photographer, and that's duly noted. And that's a, I feel yeah. like that's a whole like market. And I don't want to say it's untapped, but I'm surprised nobody has emerged as like that nigga when it comes to trip photography and maybe somebody out there is like the lebron james for group photography i just don't know but like just that one That's person real. who was like oh you doing a group trip oh you gotta hit up boom 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 he's gonna have a video he's gonna have the edits he's gonna have a photography it's gonna be dope 
Hey, you no, know what? That's true. That's, that's right. Maybe. You know what? We got to edit that part out. We got to edit that part out. Keep it for ourselves. Right, 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 right. We got a business <laughs> going here. We got something. We got something. But that's that's exactly. that's real though. That's um that's definitely something that would be good. Like if you just know that hey, you can just hire somebody that'd be on the trips. Because I mean, let's talk about that other that other um travel company that that we're not going to name um that has black people. Um, I think their trips that they they put together, they usually have a photographer on their trips, right? And that's why they have these fire ass pictures on Instagram of their trips that are beautiful and all that stuff. Because um, they have somebody that's professionally taking pictures on their trips. Now, they're charging your arm and a leg to go on these trips, but, you know. No, it's okay, least, man. We can shout them out. Shout out to them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Travel Noir. It's no beef. It's all good. I yeah. want no smoke. They're machines. <laughs> I want no smoke, man. Shout out to them. Also, if yeah, anybody's nah. been on one of those Travel Noir trips, let us know. I want to know what it's like. I feel like that's. I feel like they, from what the pictures I see, I feel like those is like our great Gatsby party that I'll never get invited to. <laughs> That's real. Yeah. I mean, those pictures are marvelous every time. It's like they just hit it right on the nail. And I wonder, I mean, I wonder how many pictures that photographer is, is cycling through to come out with that one beautiful shot, though. I do wonder that. Um, but they do have some beautiful pictures. Can't even, can't even hate them. Yeah, shout out to them. It's all love in the, in the black travel uh, fraternity slash sorority organizations out here, man. The more the merrier. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But see, for that sure. the other piece of that, I feel like that is like the uh, the holy trinity, right, of any group trip is the music. So you're the person that organized the whole thing. You have the photographer. And the music got to be on point. You have to, to you absolutely it. have to curate the vibes at whatever function it is. Like absolutely. if it's a day party, I gotta be hearing certain things, right? If we at the club that night, I gotta be hearing certain things, right? Like if we're waking up in the can. morning, we <laughs> gotta be hearing some music. So I do yeah. it all the time. Absolutely, absolutely. Music on the trips is, is absolutely crucial. You always got to make sure you bring the speaker because, um, uh, you know, if you don't, I mean, you're not creating, like you said, you're not creating the vibe. It's funny. So um, I got a little story about that. When um, I think about a year, about two years ago, um, I went on a trip to Greece and we did Yacht Week in Greece. Um, and so it was about, it was about 10, it was about 10 of us. <laughs> it was, it was dope, man. That was, that was uh, a great trip as well, um, but we ended up doing it the very last week of Yacht Week. So Yacht Week is, uh, shout out to Yacht Week, they basically do uh, for the entire summer, um, they have a couple of different locations. I think they have Greece, Croatia, um, Thailand, and uh, I think they have another location somewhere in Asia uh, where they, they basically for a week, you're on a boat and you hit five different islands on whatever country you're going to um, for the entire week, and you just party. It's basically waking up in the, in the morning, riding to an island, and then partying on that island, and then repeat for five days straight. Um, so we did that, and we were the last group of that year, and so they ended up merging two of the different um, trips together. The other trip had a lot of black people on it. Um, so 
it was it was live. Yeah, bro, it was live because every everywhere we went, um, like the black people. So there's like the Yahweh party, and then the black people ended up having their own separate party. So we would like go somewhere and take over a club. Imagine you know, fifty black people take over a club in the middle of Greece and start playing Future. It was ridiculous, ridiculous, oh, bro. Like we were just out there turning up. <laughs> we were just out there turning up in random clubs just because. The other group of boats um, had a dude on there that just, he was like, yeah, I'm not going to these yeah, we parties because, you know, they're not really catered for us. So I'm going to find the club and, and we're going to turn up as black people. And it was, it was live. That's what you need. Yeah. <laughs> you need the one nigga that's going to be like, yo, you need the Nat Turner of the, of the yacht week trip. That's going to be like, no more of this. We out. Yeah. And and really like that's that's what that's what we needed. Like not to say that the Yacht Week parties weren't live, because they were live in their own in their own manner. Um, but like if we wanted something for us, you know what I mean? Like Can we revisit it was, live it was, in their own better. manner and that's basically cold for it's a whole lot of white people doing white people shit? Hey, we could just leave it as we could just leave it as that. Live in their own manner. <laughs> okay. Okay. Live in their own manner. <laughs> um, but yeah, music definitely gotta be on point. Music definitely got to be on point. Man, that's, what else? What else? That really are what are the roles? I mean, I think the plan I mean, is you got to get transportation and all that stuff in order. Transportation has to be in order for like a smaller trip. If it's something with a bunch of people, it's kind of you know every group or every man for themselves. But yeah, on like a smaller trip, you got to have a transportation in order, especially one part that's crucial. Matter of fact, me and you need to talk offline about this. You and I are going to Morocco with two of our other friends. Uh, what, mm-hmm. two weeks, three weeks? Yeah, about three weeks. That, about two, yeah, three weeks. When you're going to these countries where Uber is not prevalent, how the hell mm-hmm. do you get from the airport to your hotel, Airbnb, wherever you're staying, right? That's crucial. Mm-hmm. That's something most people don't think about because sometimes you can't always trust the taxi that's at the airport. Yeah, um, that's real. As there was like even you know as a man and even you know for our our female listeners or woman listeners out there, you have got to make sure you're safe in these other countries, right? You got to make sure that's that real. whether it's going online, TripAdvisor, or just texting with your friends, you know, doing something figuring out how are we going to get maybe a private car or, you know, uh, if public transportation uh, is an option, how are we going to get from the airport there? But that's that's key as well. Yeah, I mean, I would say on any trip, <clears throat> safety is always a concern because you're in a, an environment where you don't really know. You're not you, – it's an unfamiliar territory. So um, always do your research ahead of time. Make sure, you you know, you know – what's safe and what's not safe, what to look for, what to look out for. And um, just be smart. Keep your head on the swivel, um, you know, make sure ain't nobody out there getting you. Um, I think uh, when we were – so speaking of, you know, getting got, uh, when we were in Brazil, did you hear about um, the dude that was on there? Like, he wasn't necessarily in our crew, but he was like – he kind of kicked it with us a couple times that got got. I can you remember <laughs> Bro, I forgot all, legit. I forgot all about that shit until just now. <laughs> yeah, man, he, he he wasn't being careful. 
You gotta tell the story. I don't remember the. I don't remember exactly what you gotta tell the story. <laughs> so, so basically, this dude was on a trip. He 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 wasn't with us, but he knew some people that was on a trip with us, and he just happened to be in Brazil at the same time. So we ended up kicking it a few times with him. Um, but I think like the the second day we saw him or whatever, he was like, "Yeah, yo, like." You know, somebody stole my cell phone. And we were like, but what happened? Um, so he was out, you know, out, out in Brazil just at, at night trying to have a good time. And uh, some chicks ran up on him and uh, was trying to chop him up. And he fell for it um, and took them, took them back to his house, to his whatever, wherever he was staying. I don't remember if it was an apartment or Airbnb or whatnot. Um, he took him back there. And he had all kinds of things, like MacBooks out from what I remember from what I hear. He had his MacBook and all that stuff. And uh, the chicks uh, basically stole his cell phone from him. Um, he woke up the next day. His phone was gone. Um, and he was like, yo, like, I'm not, I'm not even sure, like, what happened. So the crazy thing is, I think, like, the next day, he, uh, the chicks didn't remember him. And um, he was running around around the same area. And the same chick ran up on him trying to chop him up again. And so, and so this time he's like, yo, like, you stole my phone. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, yo, like, you stole my phone. So he took this chick and, like, started arguing with her. And next thing you know, I guess, like, a car pulled up. Um, that was with some dudes, I guess, that was with her. Um, and, uh, like, they started arguing or whatnot. He didn't get hurt or anything like that from what I remember, but. Um, he started arguing, and uh, one of his boys just kind of like moved him out, moved him out of the way, and they left. But he never got his phone back. Right, that shit was gone, and um, that's perfect example right there. Like him just not being careful. Like you don't just you don't just take some random random chick, random prostitute at that because obviously she was throwing it at you. Um, back to your place. Like that's just not that's just not safe. Not safe at all. Exactly. So, and I feel and wasn't yeah. the dude that pulled up like her pimp. Something like that? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Yep, it was a tip, for sure. So. And I don't know if I'm just adding, you know, some, putting some sauce on the story, but I feel like there was a chase between the belt and, like, the working girl and him through the streets of Rio. I'm not sure I think that's actually I feel, true. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that I don't remember exactly, <laughs> uh, but... You know, that definitely could have happened. Um, that definitely could have <laughs> happened, but that's just, yeah. Can we also just, address the smart. fact that this man was about to be the mark two times in a row? Like, she seen him, and her eyes lit up like cartoons. You know, like in a cartoon right. when they see somebody, and they're real hungry, and it's like, I saw <laughs> She saw him, and it was a dollar sign twice. Exactly. <laughs> two times. Twice. Like, she was about to get him again. Bro, she needs like, like, yo, like yeah, she hit on you was so insignificant. She was about to do it again, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> you gotta go reevaluate some things in your life when you look in sweet yeah. twice <laughs> in a twenty-four yep. hour time span. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nah, yeah, so like it's not it's not just women out there. Like you know, fellas, you too. Be be safe out there when you're when you're traveling these countries. You may think you're tough, but you know these other countries. They 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 they're tough too. They're tough too. Yeah, you do not want to get caught slipping out there in Brazil with you know a prostitute and 
you know, her, her pimp. That's not what you want. The other thing, when you make sure you go into these countries in a group setting, please get some money in the local currency. And I say okay. this because when you are with a large group or just a group in general, there's a high likelihood that at some point during this trip, y'all are going to eat. And what happens when you eat is they tend to want money for the food. You don't yep. want to be playing the, the credit card game in some random country, and every and the guy looking at you is like, mm, we only take three cards, but he's saying it in Portuguese, so you don't really know what he's saying. Just bring the cash so you can read it off and throw it out there. Like, you don't want to – you don't want to go through that. Yeah. Yep. You definitely don't want to do that. Um, and, I mean, so, like, speaking of that, when you're getting currency, like, what do you what do you usually do when you're going to these countries? How do you um, how do you get currency? Do you usually go to your bank? Like, do you exchange the currency there? What's your, so, what's your sometimes my process <clears throat> varies. It depends on where I'm going. I have gotten it through the bank. Uh, and sometimes they'll bust me over the head with the fees, and the money takes like a week to get there. See, I'm a last-minute type person. If I'm going on a trip Saturday, I'm going to roll to the bank Thursday like, hey, let me get X amount of money in, you know, this local currency. And they tell me we don't have it here. It'll be here in a week. I'm just like, well, nah, I'll just get it at the airport. And I feel like – I always feel like there's different opinions on exchanging your money at the airport. Some people say that always oh, good to exchange your money in the U.S. or wait till you get there, or you know, wait and just do it at your bank. I mean, I don't know. I get the money yeah. and I show up over there. I wish I had a better story for the people, but I, I, that's what I just do. I go to the airport. I say, "Oh shit, I gotta get some money," and then I go to like the I think it's called Travel X or whatever mm-hmm. that charge you hella fees for exactly. getting the money at the terminal. That's exactly what I do, right or wrong. Yeah, so see, so I, I'm a little different. I um, I don't like fees, so I try to minimize as many fees as I can get. Um, but I, but I am also a last minute person, so I'm, I'm fortunate enough that, um, shout out to Wells Fargo, um, that I, I bank with Wells Fargo, and we have a branch here, um, locally that keeps a lot of um, currencies, a lot of different currencies, so. I've never been in a situation where I needed a specific currency that they didn't have. Um, and usually I just call them like a couple of days before the trip, or I think I've, I've even done it like the day before. And I'll be like, hey, I need, you know, this much of X, Y, and Z. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, we got that. And I just show up and I get it. Um, and because I'm a Wells Fargo <clears throat> customer, I don't have to pay any fees. Um, There's just like, you know, the exchange rate or whatnot. Um, but I don't actually have to pay any fees on that. So, Shout out to Wells Fargo for Wait, that. you don't pay um, fees? Mm-mm. Not, not with Wells Fargo. They've been lying mm-hmm. to me. That's, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what they're doing to you. <laughs> but, They've been lying to yeah. me. Maybe it's because I go to Wells Fargo in a more ethnic areas. I need to start going to the ones uh, that, yeah, I need to start going to the ones that are in the suburbs uh, with a more fair-skinned. Uh, brothers and sisters, yeah. and maybe seeing if I can get some different treatment as far as currency is uh, is concerned. Yeah, the one, the one I usually go to has a really big <clears throat> international arm because I, I think like everybody goes through that one. 
I mean, downtown. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they they really they don't charge many fees. I, I pay the exchange rate, and they're like, hey, if you if you still have bills when you get back, um, we'll take them. We'll save it back for you. So I've never done that either because I usually like to keep a little bit of the currency from uh, where I am. Um, but yeah, that's usually what I do. Um, I think I think there's only one time where I I actually exchanged the currency when I got to that country, and that was Cuba. And that's because, again, Wells Fargo, because of all of our restrictions with Cuba, et cetera, um, they didn't have any of the currency for Cuba on hand or available or couldn't even order it. So I kind of had to do it um, when I got there. Uh, If you're going to Cuba, that's kind of your only option. Um, And I I just want to warn you that you will stay in that line forever um, in in order to get your currency exchanged. So don't be alarmed when you get there. Um, it's probably going to take you a couple of hours to get your money exchanged, but you ain't got no choice. So just go ahead and make it happen. Just don't make any plans for when you first land. As a quick aside, the Cuban government, they are really getting over because, you know, when you exchange your American money for it's Cuban pesos, right? They yeah do it one to one, so you don't get any of the favorable exchange rate. Like they, mm. I guess they are just masters in economics. They're like, nah, y'all are not about to come over here, and you know, kill our currency. Nah, that's not what's about to happen. And I didn't know right. that until I got there, and I was mad. But you know, yeah, I can respect they, the hustle. Yeah, they they I can respect they. The Everybody, everybody got their hustle, so I, I can't, I can't really be mad at them either. Um, so I wouldn't, but I wouldn't even that, about that. Yeah, out. Yeah, I wasn't, but now I'm like, you know what? I guess it's all for the best, because you know I'm not trying to be over here balling with you know stupid pesos as it is. So right, right. It don't even matter. It's not for the be free band <laughs> over here. Which, it, well, hold on. So I got to back up. Speaking of money, the other piece. When I talked about staying in lane as far as group trips and planning, stay in your lane financially. Do not, yeah. I repeat, do not go on these group trips trying to flex, buying the sections, <laughs> buying the bottles. You know what I'm saying? You got the, the, the Louis carry-on, right, just so you can flex uh, with everybody checking into the Airbnb, like, oh, who's Louis is this? And then you try to, oh, my, you know what I'm saying, just a little like, nah, don't do that if that's not you. Because <laughs> you know what? When you get back to America, American Express going to want their money. Chase going to want their money. MasterCard want well, their yeah. money with interest. With interest. Absolutely. Take in your lane, man. Yeah, yeah. It's all fun and games over there, but them bills, they they will show up on your ass. Real quick. Real quick. Yep. Yeah, I I always make sure that when I'm going somewhere I have I have enough money to, to make it out there 'cause um yeah, them them bills them bills are serious when you get back. Uh, right. Budget back you're hurting for a couple of months. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Budget yeah. key when you go on the thing. Yeah, we went to um I went to Europe um for New Year's and uh, so that that that's gonna hit on a couple of things. So we're gonna talk about transportation and then we also gonna talk about like just budgeting in general because that was this this story hits a little bit on both. But yeah, we went to Europe and when we first got there, 
Um, it was so it was me and uh, two of my friends, and uh, we hit five different countries. So we went to we flew into uh, Belgium, and then from Belgium we drove to Germany, and we hit two cities in Germany, Frankfurt and Berlin, and then we flew to Amsterdam after that. Spent a couple of days in Amsterdam, and then we went to London, and then from London we went to Paris, and then we flew back. So when we first got to Europe, we were like, oh, yeah, we're going to Airbnb everywhere. Man, that got expensive so damn quick. <laughs> we were like, oh, yeah. We were, we, were, we were getting broke real fast, so we had to figure out uh, public transportation really fast. And um, so, so to hit on transportation, like, when you're on a small – Oh, you mean Uber movie. everywhere, not Airbnb everywhere. Yeah, we were Air, uh, Ubering everywhere. My bad, my bad, my bad. Okay. I, said, I said Airbnb. Yeah, we were Ubering everywhere. Um, man, I got expensive so quick. Whew. We had to figure out. We had to figure out how the uh, perfect transportation system worked, and it was real cheap. So, like, sometimes that's a, that's another way um, to look at it too. Is like to save money and to to just you know learn a little bit about the country and the culture is like using public transportation because like. In London, you get a bus card and you can travel across the entire country basically for relatively cheap. Um, you know, we took the trolleys everywhere in Amsterdam. We took the train when we got to, to Paris. I mean, it was like a one euro, two euro trip. Um, and we went, you know, pretty much everywhere for the day. So, um, that's another, another thing to consider too is don't try to spend all your money on like things that don't matter. Um, try to find a cheap, cheap alternative because as a tourist, you're going to pay a lot anyways. You're going to pay a premium on all the things that are touristy to try to save your money uh, the best way you can. No, you're right. Because, like, things like that, when people are fighting, because I've been on trips where people are like, oh, we should take, you know, an Uber or we should take a taxi. And I'm just like, man, why can't we just take, um, you know, public transportation somewhere? So, you know, you got to be mindful of everybody uh, on your trip, right? Because you don't want to start just a silly um, beef over, you know, how we're getting from our hotel to the restaurant or something like that. Mm. But yeah, yeah. Ooh, but grilled you know, beef though. You know the beef. <laughs> you know the beef is real. Whenever you got too many personalities, <laughs> I was just gonna say the the grilled beef is is definitely real. And I will say, please make sure because I know we know how this goes. You get the trip together. Everybody's all excited. Um, you get the group meet together, the group text together. Everybody's talking in there. It's always one person that talks a little bit more than everybody else. There's somebody else in there that's kind of brash. Other people popping off at the mouth, talking spicy. Mm-hmm. When you see that person on the trip, make sure you have that same energy, all right, that you had over the Internet. <laughs> and if you don't, keep your mouth shut. Yep. Group beef shit can turn in the hands quickly. And if you don't have Twitter, hands, tw- don't Twitter let it turn there. <laughs> you having Twitter fingers. <laughs> exactly. Don't have the Twitter yeah. fingers online. But group yeah. beef can get, you don't need that. That can ruin the trip for everybody. It just ruins the whole tenor, the whole tone. You know, you're having yeah, a good time, and then there's two, three people that don't get along. Now you got to see them clashing and it's all tense when you go somewhere because they might fight. You don't need that. Yeah, yeah. So how how have you handled that in the past? What have you done to kind of help group trip, uh, group beef? 
Um, group B from the past, I treat as it is, and I stand there and watch and say, "Ooh, I sure hope he or she can play." Because I'm not in the beef. I'm not in the beef. I, I'm, you know, I, 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 that's just not me. However, yeah. I have seen some group beefs kind of spill over uh, into some almost physical situation, and it can't get that way. It can't get that way. And mostly, honestly, when I've seen the group B pop off, it's because somebody was just being hard-headed or it was over somebody, you know, trying to flex in front of someone of the opposite sex or something like that. Um, or, <laughs> like in Brazil, your boy, uh, we didn't go say no name, that was trying to take, like, the only key we had and go do whatever the hell it was <laughs> that he was trying to do. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah. It, yeah. Also, if you're on a group trip, please be considerate. If you only have two keys to the house, don't just take one of the keys and run off and do whatever it is you want to by do. Yourself, Other people by yourself. Find your damn self. By <laughs> yourself. So what we say it was it was what nine of us on the trip. So this dude was trying to take one of the keys, one of two keys to the Airbnb, and just run around by himself to leave eight people with one key. Come on, exactly. You can't. So obviously the the chicks on the group, you know, weren't having it. Uh, I think the fellas, we were pretty cool about it for the most part. We really didn't care. Yeah. Um, But the chicks was not having it. Um, So. Obviously, that was some beef. Um, but he ended up not leaving with the key because the chicks weren't having it. So it worked out. It worked out pretty well. Yeah. All right, Mitchell, we've been talking for a long time. It's time to wrap this up. Yeah. What did you learn today? <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Uh, so what we learned today. So one of the things that we learned today, you know, how many is too many on a group trip? Um you said what about ten is a group is a good number? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would say ten is a good number. Two Ubers, two Uber XLs, um, and you good. You good. What else? Uh, you want to hit the next one? I also learned. I also learned that if I'm in Brazil and a really good looking woman is throwing it at me, chances are my phone and my wallet are in jeopardy. It's They're trap. Jeopardy, so it's I got to keep my shit close to me. <laughs> it is a yeah. trap. Keep your head on the swivel. Pay attention to right. your surroundings for sure. Don't don't get got. <laughs> don't get don't got. Don't get got. <laughs> the next thing I would say, uh, next thing we learn is everybody got to have a role on the trip. Make sure you have the person who's planning the trip um, and make sure they're planning everything accordingly. Make sure you have somebody who's taking pictures and capturing those memories. Maybe one or two people. Um, make sure you have the, the person who has the music on lock. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think that was the main roles, right? What else? Did we get any other role we talked about? Uh, no, nah, I think that's all the roles. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where can the people find you at on um, on Instagram or where any other social platform that you're on? All right, man, y'all can find me on Facebook at Nijo um, Lawson. I'm barely on there, though, so if y'all add me, I probably won't add y'all for, for a couple months. 
main platform is, uh, is Instagram. Uh, my Instagram name is mflaws, so M-F-L-A-W-S, at mflaws. So y'all can hear me on there. Cool. You can find me on Instagram, which is my main platform, Evan underscore S, E-Y-V-A-N underscore S. Also hit me on Twitter uh, at Black Bezos. And, of course, the show account on Instagram, on Twitter, at 195.stamps on both platforms. Make sure you follow us, interact, tell us what you like, tell us what you didn't like. And, uh, yeah, if those suggestions make any damn sense, you know, maybe we'll take them into account. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you all for listening. All right. We'll catch you all next time. Later. Yep. Yeah. Oh,